0: Hello, we are Drama Bonded.
1: Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And we are Drama Bonded, a podcast where we usually bond over the drama (laughs) and trauma in the bachelor multiverse.
0: Western pop
1: culture <laughs> but today the podcast is gonna be about things that we like or rather love so we're taking a little bit of a, a bachelor break or reality TV break
0: everyone is
1: yeah and I can I share a little story please so I've been injured. Messed up my hamstring, have not been able to weightlift after jinxing myself and announcing to everybody on the podcast that, you know, I was training no, for weightlifting and like... more
0: was a jinx. Ugh.
1: I know. I don't believe in jinxes. It wasn't. It's was just an unfortunate thing that happens.
0: Very unfortunate.
1: But I've been having to work through just sort of a lot of bad feelings around being injured and not being able to do what I want and not wanting to do what I should do. And in this process, I've started journaling in the mornings which I guess I'll open up with is like one of the top things I'm really loving because it's let me have space to really vent my frustrations and like how I'm feeling about everything. But then it's also provided me like clarity to find peace with things like in my life that aren't fitness related necessarily. And it's, Yeah, it's been a really cool experience to find joy in other parts of my life. And I thought, you know, we should share our joys since we are always harping on The Bachelor for being so negative. Why don't we share the things we love? And I've got lots of them lately, so.
0: One, I love this. Two, may I ask, are you typing this journal or writing it by hand?
1: Writing it by hand. Wow. I mean, it's not... If somebody read it, they'd be like, wow, you're five. But it does like, I'm not really writing about my days. I'm just sort of, I'm, I've got morning anxiety. So I found it's really productive to like sit down with coffee and write in the morning and just get out whatever's knocking around in my head out or set the intention for the day of like, I'm at least going to eat my vegetables in my frittata. So there's that. Oh,
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: And it just like, it gives me little wins. Like I get to, I, I don't know. It's been really good. So I've never been good at journaling. So I just want to
0: take a moment and say how impressed I am and that I love that you shared that with us.
1: You know why I'm doing it? I made Saul put it into Coach RX, which is like a different version of True Coach so that I can go check it off every day and scroll <laughs> through all the green check marks and feel good about myself. <laughs> because I need to feel like I am doing something. So, And I just want to mention that...
0: <laughs> I literally quit doing my coach's programming because of those green check-, check marks because I didn't do all my workouts and I would get the red X's. And finally, I told um, our coach, Jess and I have the same personal coach, I was like, even though I'm still a productive member of society and I'm still a fit human, I cannot handle the red X's in the app making me feel bad. And so I'm sorry, I'm just saying, I think it's. Hilarious no, hilarious that you are doing it partially for the green checklist.
1: We're very different people. I think that's why we're such good friends. We're really a good balance to one another. <laughs> but yeah, I am highly motivated by check marks, apparently. That's not always healthy either, just for the record. But, you know, at the moment it's working I mean, well for don't me. don't get me wrong.
0: Partially I wish that I could be more like Jess and be more regimented and motivated to make my check marks. But instead, I just... You know, accept the red X's and allow them to inhibit my progress and my mental health.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got my things like that, too. You got to lean into your strengths. You don't fixate on your weaknesses, you know?
0: Um, one of my strengths is that now that I'm no longer doing regular programming from Juan, I, I have, it has forced me to become a very creative athlete.
1: I have also found myself in this space for different reasons.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I've learned a lot about why I'm programming what I am for myself, even if it's like spur of the moment or maybe mid-superset. I'm like, ugh, I do not like how this feels. I need to pivot to something else. So this has been a very valuable skill for me to develop, but still, um, I don't know. There is some insecurity there because... Yeah, I'm, I need to learn more.
1: It's a balance always and always be a student, always be learning and growing. Yeah, it's the best approach.
0: But this episode, um, thanks to Jess's inspiration, we have decided to share with you some things that we are very fond of right now in our lives.
1: Yeah, and sometimes we sit down and like kind of talk out the structure of the podcast before we do it because otherwise who knows what it would be like. Um, we're going to find out what it's going to be like because we we are just. We have no fucking clue. We're f- we're free forming here. So bear with us on we're this like journey. We're right now. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? We don't. Okay. I've told you I love journaling. <laughs> I can I'm, also give it. I'm
0: sorry. I'm kind of laughing because before we did this episode, we really haven't talked about what we're going to talk about. But before we did this episode, I was like, what if Jess is creating this really substantial list of, like, life-changing things that that make her happy? And I'm over here like, I like this very specific brand of sheet masks for my face. Um, And
1: (laughs) I put Domino's Ultimate Pepperoni Pizza. (laughs) If you have not had it and you like pizza. Well, I don't know. I guess... It's pizza, whatever. Don't even argue with me on that. But like, it is amazing. And Domino's is way better than you remember it ever being.
0: Anyways, just sent me some examples from her list. And I was like, cool, cool, cool.
1: We're on the same page. Page. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm not over here getting existential. It has to be somewhat relatable, you know, like if I just share. I know, but you know, I just wanted to know what the vibe was. (laughs) Just filling it out. Fair (laughs) enough. So my,
0: uh, anyway, since I referenced my sheet face masks, my favorite brand is called Lapcos, L-A-P-C-O-S. And their packaging is usually just like solid colors with a really like bold um, typographic label of what is in the sheet mask. And they are phenomenal. I'm sorry, but I do them in the bath usually with a glass of rosé, and that is like my poor woman's spa moment, and I love them. I also recently tried their shampoo and their hair masks. I love the shampoo, the hair masks, not so much. So there you go.
1: Noted. Um, do you have any like more serious ones on your list? Yeah. Cool. So what if we go like kind of lightweight to heavier? Okay. Does that sound good?
0: I'll try to do my best. Oh, yeah. Mine (laughs) mine (laughs) is also.
1: For sure. Um, (laughs) I think just kind of going in line with Domino's Ultimate Pepperoni, I have been really enjoying Diet Coke with uh, sugar-free coconut syrup and some lime juice in it. Isn't that called like a dirty Diet Coke? I don't know. It's... There's so many soda shops in this state, and honestly, I'm not even going to knock them. They're good. This one's called Little Mama, or Little Mama from, I don't know, whatever one is like right behind our house here, but Swig, no, Fizz, something. It's really good, but then when you realize you're paying $2 for something that you could make it yourself for like way cheaper, it's been one of my favorite ugh, favorite nightly sweet things but also sometimes making it yourself takes the joy out of it. It can, but in this instance, it does not. I still sometimes go get one. Like if it's super hot, they'll fill it with ice and it's, it's incredible. Do
0: you feel like the fountain version is better than the version you can make yourself?
1: No. I think Diet Coke is really sugary. and <laughs> You're good if it's out of a can. Okay. I like that combination of it. Like, I think it's the perfect amount in the can. I'm a fan over fountain drinks, though I know there are some that taste better when you get them from.
0: Well, I'm so glad you can recreate this yourself.
1: Me too. But, like, it's nothing fancy. It's probably not great for me, but, man, makes me happy when I can sit down and enjoy it. Yeah, everyone needs a treat. Yeah. Uh, Also, speaking of treats, I've been really, really into baking. Like, I've hit my baking stride like, prime of my life for baking.
0: Well, that's because you've put many, many moons into developing your baking
1: skills. Yeah, COVID really helped with that. I was already baking before COVID, but COVID gave me more time to bake, which has been pretty stellar, so...
0: Are you still doing the Reddit baking challenge? I
1: am. So, I am participating in the 52 week Reddit baking challenge. I don't want to jinx it because, like, the out for myself is that if it becomes too much, it's okay to bow out. But, like, I'm actually doing really good this year and loving it.
0: So, what is the favorite thing that you have baked for the Reddit challenge?
1: Oh, there was an East meets West prompt. And I made that saffron chocolate tea cake. Holy fuck, it was so good. So good. I made it like three times. I made Mandy her whole, like, I gave her a whole loaf because, and then was also made her share it with me before she left. Yeah,
0: can you believe that she did that for me?
1: (laughs) It's that good though. I think close second was that um, Biscoff cookie cheesecake.
0: I didn't try that. Yeah. But you, you told me about it and I dreamt about it. I brought over. I brought it over to you with the caramel sauce. Oh, no, sauce. no, no, you did, you did, you did. Sorry.
1: No, it's okay. I just, I can't let you not remember that one. I
0: think I forgot because the sauce was separate from the cheesecake. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that you're saying that, I remember because I didn't want to share with Joe. Yes. Because I didn't want to share the sauce with him specifically.
1: <laughs> I struggle with that too. Sometimes solves like, um, so is this for sharing baking or is this all for you? Like, hmm. Mm. I'll see how I feel in the morning. I might want it all.
0: Yeah. I think Je- Jess and I are similar in sharing. I was the oldest child and my younger, si- my younger siblings are always trying to take my shit. And I definitely think as an adult that I have like sharing issues sometimes where I'm just like, no, I don't have to share with you if I don't want to.
1: I feel this way too. Um, I'm sorry if you end up hearing the little dog in the background because I can hear him. Um drinking very loudly uh my mother-in-law brenda found out that i didn't like to share and one of the first times like i don't remember we went to a chinese restaurant and she just like put her straw in my water and started (gasps) drinking out of my water just to like really give me a bad time like what you would do and like jokes on her i don't even like drinking water it's fine you can have it i'm gonna order sprite, but like Still, she, she meant it in jest, and it was all in good fun. But like, yeah, I am very similar. Like, I genuinely would prefer not to share. Because like, I took the time to buy or get what I wanted and I've got as much as I want. I don't want more. I don't want less. I want what I have.
0: I respect that.
1: Kindly fuck off and don't ask for my candy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Jess and I became friends, Saul was like, Jess doesn't really share with people. And as he said, told me this, I was like eating Jess's candy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I could sense a fellow person who wasn't into sharing. And we have the same code of ethics. And so I know you bring over so much candy. You, You and I understand how this works, though. So oh. we've got the good sharing compatibility thing going.
0: Because also, as soon as Saul told me that, the people pleaser in me was like, <gasps>
1: "No, <laughs>
0: like, you are fucking up this friendship."
1: No, don't listen to Saul. I don't like sharing with Saul because he says little bite, and the next thing I know, it's like half oh of my it. God,
0: two thirds of it is gone. One. Yes, same
1: with Joe. Ugh. So that is part of that.
0: I'm um, speaking of delightful drinks. One of my favorite uh, beverages right now especially since we have gotten some sun. I don't know who listens to us that doesn't live in Utah, but we have had the longest winter. And in part, I am so grateful because we need the moisture, but it has been very long and very cold and very wet. But since we've had some nicer sun, I love me a good ranch water, which is basically just a sparkling water, um, Topo Chico. With some tequila and some lime, and that is my poor man cocktail, and I love it.
1: Topo Chico is expensive, but also it is really good. I would, I mean, this will come as no surprise. I prefer my drinks to be a little sweeter, but I actually also do really enjoy that. That is a lovely drink to enjoy in the sun. It's just so refreshing. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I mean,
0: if you think about how much a Topo Chico is compared to like a nice glass of wine... Not that expensive.
1: Not at all. (laughs) And you can buy Topo Chico from Costco.
0: There you go. Bulk.
1: Yeah, go get it.
0: cocktails. Yeah. Unless you live in Utah and they don't sell alcohol. Alcohol, But you can get Topo Chico's there.
1: Yeah, if you're our one Canadian listener. I don't even know if Canada has Costco, but anyway. But
0: they probably got bulk stores.
1: Yeah, I hope you can buy alcohol there.
0: I think Canada only sells alcohol in, like, uh. Not state, but I think you can only get it in government-owned. Oh, really? Yeah. So
1: similar to Utah. It is. Wild. Um, I guess, so a couple more things, a little frivolous that I've really been enjoying. You bought me last year this loofah soap called Honey Bell. I love it. And we ended up ordering more on Amazon Really? Because Saul saw it. And he's like, I want to use it. And I'm like, oh, see, sharing. But then I was like, you have money. Just buy more. It's okay. You can spend $5 on soap. So we ended up ordering more of that. And they're really nice, actually. I I really like them. Especially because, I mean, maybe TMI, but I have an ingrown hair issue on my, my stupid calves. And that helps immensely. And it really? smells really good. And it doesn't dry my skin out. So, yeah, Honey Bell Lofa Soap, you guys. It's...
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Pretty bitchin'.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I
1: love hearing that. Yeah, you're a good gift giver. Another thing kind of that's like really bringing me joy, and I'm not going to like say they're the best written books ever, but Anthony Horowitz has a Hawthorne series. So basically he like wrote himself into murder mysteries with a disgraced but now private detective who gets called in to consult for the police in Britain. Ooh. And I don't know. I really, in, like, there's some problematic things, but by and large, it's just really fun stories. And I have enjoyed the series a lot. And I think I'm going to just get the fourth book and finish it because I could use a little bit more joy. So, yeah, those are some things that just, like...
0: Should I read these?
1: If you like murder mystery... I do. You would love them. I I think they're funny... Um, I I like the way they're written. I think they're really easy to listen to. So I I really I like them. They've made me laugh. I it's, sometimes I can't listen to them. Like I'll put on a book on tape and then like put on the the sleep timer. Mm-hmm. But like there were some funny things happening where I'm like, this is just gonna actually keep me awake. I have to find something less interesting. So I, if you need something lighthearted to read and you're just looking for some fun. I do recommend that series. And they're narrated really well, too. So if you do listen to them on Audible or like Google Books or whatever you do for audiobooks, I think they're well done.
0: Okay. I,
1: well, I have a road
0: trip coming up. (gasps) I need some recommendations. Well, there you Uh, go. M is for
1: murder. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, I am a big bath person. So, because I just referenced um, my face masks, I also sometimes, sometimes drink ranch waters in the bath. Um, everyone knows about Dr. Teal's because you can usually get Dr. Teal's bath salts or bath products in most grocery stores. Yes,
1: I am nodding my head vigorously.
0: There is a new scent, and it is lemon and sage. <gasps> It is mind blowingly good.
1: Oh, I'm gonna go get some. The
0: only place I've seen it at thus far is Harmon's and Smith's. I say this because I looked for it on Amazon because I was making an Amazon order and they didn't have it on there. So I don't know how widely available it is, but it is so good.
1: Yeah, and like I don't know the science behind Epsom salt and I don't really care. Because, like, bottom line, it feels so good on your skin. And yes. when you're sore or tired or just need, like, a pick-me-up, it's cheap. It's, like, bang for your buck. It's not too expensive. And it is, it just, it's so relaxing. I love it.
0: It elevates a very, like, normal everyday thing. I don't take a bath every day. I was going to say as a
1: bath. <laughs> maybe not every, but you know what I mean. I know. Like, it, it, does, it, it does elevate it. I know exactly what I mean. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> It's think, late.
0: Exactly. I'm I'm elevating a very normal thing by just putting some scented bath salts in it. And all of a sudden it's...
1: It's way more better. And
0: it like smells good and it feels good and it feels special.
1: Yeah, I will say if you have a sensitivity to smell, it is always very potent with teals. Like, it's not casual. But when they do smell good, there's also like a peppermint eucalyptus one or spearmint eucalyptus that is divine. And like the best part is, is the smell kind of sticks with you for a while. Like the bathroom will smell like that. Mm-hmm. You're, it just, it's, it's so amazing. Yeah. I That's a good, that's a good one to share. I like that one. Everybody should give it a try if you fit in your bathtub.
0: My next one that I know um, both Jess and I love is... Free People has this line called Hot Shot. Yeah. And specifically, the Hot Shot Rompers.
1: The Hot Shot Rompers and Jumpers. So the Rompers are shorts and the Jumpers. Oh, the Jumpers are pants. Are pants.
0: Well, I got the pants first and I've been wearing them for, I don't know, probably a little under a year and... It really just feels like you're wearing pajamas, but you can dress it up, dress it down. Um, Like in the summer, I like to wear it with like a little bralette underneath.
1: I was going to say, I'm so excited to put sports bras under that for summer and just have like something other than jean shorts to wear.
0: Yeah, you can also dress it up with like, I don't know, some platforms or you can dress it down with some Birkenstocks. You could
1: put it, yeah, you could do so much with it and like, It's just the most comfortable thing and I think they've had like really cute colors and yeah, that's a really good one. I'm glad you're telling everybody else about it too because I was feeling kind of bad that like I have the same thing as you, but like it is that good. Like it is the ultimate summer clothing.
0: It is. That's what, yeah, definitely copy me. Please everyone be comfortable. Be comfortable, look cool. Anytime I can look cool and feel like I'm wearing sweats, I feel like I'm winning in life.
1: Hell yeah. No, that is actually one of the things that I will say came from COVID. Oh, except today. I showed up to training in like my nicest actual bra because that's the kind of day I had. And I was doing step ups and I'm like, why is this sucking so bad? Oh, shit. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? I am this person not wearing a sports bra, but my real bra for a workout I where like we did feel
0: that in my body when you said that.
1: And we did nothing but upper body push-ups and oh, handstand no. stuff. And like everything just like reminded me that I have made a horrible mistake.
0: Wait, did I have underwire? Oh yeah. Oh man all
1: my yeah. It was miserable. All that to say I have been so spoiled over COVID to like not really have to be burdened with wearing real bras very much. And I've also been, I'm no longer willing to wear uncomfortable clothes. If clothes are not comfortable, I want no part of them. Except for when I have to go to a gala and like actually have to dress up. But otherwise, no way. I want comfort and you can look comfortable or you can look cute and be comfortable. That's what I was trying to say.
0: I don't have a very big trust TMI, but it took me a while to realize that there's actually not many reasons I actually have to wear a bra. Yeah. And I think COVID was the catalyst for that. But also, I feel like those silicone nipple covers are becoming more and more, like,
1: widely accepted. Absolutely. I'm kind of all for women ditching bras. Like, I mean, there's a structural purpose to them. And if you feel better in
0: one. No, all women should. I just feel like my friends with boobs tend to be like, what? I can't. So I, I'm not going to project.
1: Oh, I can.
0: My life should be on.
1: No, I, I mean, I don't have particularly small chest and I have been really living up going braless. Yes, do it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's all a matter of comfort. Yeah, no forcing anybody. But also if you're nervous about it and you want to do it, just do it. I even work out without bras on now. Not yes, with that's awesome. It is amazing. It is so freeing to just be like, I'm not doing this. Well, I'm
0: so surprised. Just because when I've told my friends that have bigger boobs than me that I'm like, I never wear a bra. They're like, oh, well, that's because you don't have boobs. So I just wanna say It does
1: depend on what you're doing. Like if you're doing double unders and box jumps, like fair. and running up and down the street, maybe put the bra yeah, on. Yeah, but
0: like just kinda no more ecstatic weightlifting.
1: Yeah, even weightlifting I found that it's not bothered me any and I'm just way happier in my life, except for today, where I have made, like, the ultimate mistake.
0: Well, okay, aside from today, fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been amazing. But so that's also, another thing I am in love with.
0: You probably don't always know what you're going to do when you're do- doing a personal training session.
1: No, Juan doesn't talk. We actually did Jedi training today. Juan's trying to teach me how to swing a lightsaber <gasps> in, like, a cool way, and let me tell you what, I have zero coordination for that shit.
0: But you're a Jedi.
1: But I am a Jedi. He came out, this is the first thing he asked me. It's like, are you a Jedi master? And I thought about it, and I was like, the correct answer is Padawan. <laughs> and Juan like, didn't know what to say with that. <laughs> but I know better. You always be humble with Juan. Like, don't you ever That's admit? That's Yeah. You so. never
0: want to put yourself in a situation to have our coach humble
1: you. Yeah, it's not fun. And like, I always learn from him and I'm grateful for yes. the moments. However, if I can avoid those moments and just learn internally. So yeah, I told him I was a Padawan. He's like, no, you're a Jedi master. And he handed me a PVC pipe. And then we swung it around for a while to warm up our shoulders.
0: That's so cool. It
1: was really fun. I'm in a fun place in my fitness, actually, which is something that I wanted to talk about. It was just like, it's nice to be at a point where I feel like I can play.
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. And Juan has been so good about embracing that. So I'm grateful to have a coach who's like willing to get behind that and not abandon me for not being like the athlete that checks all the workouts off. So feels good. I think you need to give
0: yourself some credit. In what way? For being the athlete that checks all the workouts off.
1: I had some thoughts on that though. I think that might have been really driven by extreme anxiety and grief truly like Aww. no and like a good way because it like definitely gave me something to focus on this is i'm hitting a heavier point in my my loves but uh anxiety medication game changer for me i love it and not really like i've been in therapy for a long time i lost my dad um to suicide which was really hard and I think I kind of just like lost myself in fitness there for a while. And while I do love fitness, I think some of that like drive to check everything off and to be so diligent was like either a way of avoiding things or just like
0: have control.
1: Yeah. Or like funneling all my anxiety into something just like wear myself out to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. Like, even though that is like a cool thing that I can do, I think I definitely took it too far and it came to a point where it was not really serving me anymore. It was causing me a lot more problems than it was anything good. So don't feel like you have to be the athlete that does that because that's not also the marker of like healthy. (laughs) Well... While I s- hear that and I see that
0: and I respect that, I also think that because I'm such a different person, I've always really respected your dedication and your discipline. Oh, and, thanks. I mean, just as, uh, how do I say this? You have sought after different goals, but, dude, when she wants something... No one works harder than Jess.
1: (laughs) Oh, thanks.
0: No, I totally, a thousand percent mean that. You are, like, so fucking dedicated and just willing to put in the work. Maybe to a fault, but still, like, it's really beautiful to watch. And, um... I've, I've kind of always been... While I work hard, I've always been a little bit the opposite of that. Um... I don't think I've ever had like such a structured goal or a structured desire and known like what I need to do to get there. And so you inspire me a lot in your dedication and your um, just perseverance in that way.
1: Oh, man, that's really sweet of you to say. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same about you. And I think there are attributes that you have that are really awe-inspiring too. And like you are one of the fittest people I have ever met in my life. And like... I keep trying to come up with an animal that's stronger, but ant comes to mind. And I know that's not a glorious creature, but like (laughs) bear with me. It's not the ant part, but like just you are this tiny person who is so strong. Like your weight to power ratio is mind blowing. Mm, Like it's clear you, like you work hard too and in different ways. And it's really cool to see how that manifests and like, never bet against Mandy in a workout. Ever.
0: <laughs> I'll take ant.
1: Okay, cool. I like been one was aunt like
0: can carry like how much I don't know. Ratio of their body
1: weight. I also hope that's true. That might be one of those dumb things that you hear and then you find out that like it's that's actually true. not true. So like don't quote us on that. But like we've all seen an ant carrying a very large <laughs> object. And that's Mandy. <laughs> it's like unexpectedly <laughs> so strong.
0: Oh, that's so nice.
1: Except now you've got these amazing guns, so maybe it is a little more expected, but...
0: <laughs> I think I'm a little insecure about my arms right now. Don't Not that they're be. that massive, but my boyfriend was like, your arms are bigger. <gasps> and then all of a sudden, you know, when your partner says something and you, like, notice it more, and then
1: you're like, ah! Yeah, but let me be the first to say, if it wasn't a good thing or just, like, a neutral observation... He's just wrong because you look phenomenal. Like I would, I would give up probably both my pinky toes to I have arms. Lo- no, I would, Do absolutely. Mm, I don't know. I think I wear too tight and like narrow shoes anyway. It's fine. I, <laughs> I want to get better on my hands anyway. Gymnastics work don't require f- pinky toes. Uh, and if I could have arms, I am all here for women looking as strong as they are.
0: Well, in line with that, the next thing I'm going to list is um, a new favorite thing of mine is rad shoes or rad shoes.
1: <gasps> Tell me how you're liking them, oh my God.
0: you guys. For years, I wore Nike Metcons as cross training shoes, um, and I also had a pair of Reebok Nanos many, many, many moons ago, but this pair um is it rad i don't know it's r.a.d
1: yeah rad global i don't know what it yeah, stands rad for but it is rad like but
0: i think people just call them rad they're kind of hard to get because they make small batches but there's some they have great art support they really cup your heel it's a good it's a great flat shoe they're okay to run in i actually prefer running in the nanos sorry not the nanos the metcons but man they feel so good on my feet And they have, like, a nice wide toe box. So far, huge fan.
1: So tell me who would benefit from owning a pair of rad shoes as an athlete or, like, somebody who's into fitness.
0: If you are doing any sort of lifting, dumbbell lifting, kettlebell lifting, barbell lifting, um, if you're doing, I would say, any sort of, like, cross training that involves lifting and plyo, that's awesome. They're okay for small runs. I wouldn't run in them super far. Yeah, great CrossFit shoe, great gym training shoe. Uh yes, 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 yes.
1: I love that. Why is that better than like a pair of Nike running shoes?
0: Oh my god. I don't know. Like let me count the ways. First of all, most running shoes are super padded and this is because Running is really hard in your joints, so a running shoe is super cushy to lessen the impact that your body is experiencing while running. But when you are training anything involving even body weight movements or movements requiring moving weight, you want to feel your feet in contact with the floor. You want to spread your toes. You want to feel very grounded and Running shoes because they have so much cushion take the away the stability.
1: Yeah, that you those don't get movement. F- you don't get feedback from the floor. Yeah, it's also probably a reason why you need your pinky toes because when you are lifting or doing anything weight related, you do want to spread your feet and really press into the ground, yeah, like push yes, the ground keep away. Keep those from- pinky toes. I guess I'll hold on to them.
0: <laughs> but um, so yeah, if you're interested at all in weight training or cross training or any sort of that versus running it really would benefit you to have a flat shoe that gives you really substantial support
1: yeah I guess this is also probably the best time to say none of this is sponsored like we're not looking for sponsors these are genuinely just our
0: love sponsors we would not to say that we don't
1: we don't have any and we'll always be up front if we do but none of this is this is just what we are genuinely enjoying now for Passionate no. Passion about. Yeah. I love that. Um, for me, I guess a couple like, I'm surprised I don't have more fitness stuff on here, but I guess that's kind of where I'm at in life. Um, a couple things. I've been really loving Sally's Baking Addiction Ooh. for recipes I've used some recipes on there. She's just knocking it out of the park lately. Really? Yeah, I've made some banana muffins from her. I've made um, that pot pie that I made (gasps) for you guys. Oh my God, it was
0: incredible. Yeah,
1: like I have just, and like all of her recipes are so, she explains why you do what you do. Everything turns out really well. Huge fan. If you like baking, go check out her recipes. You won't be sorry. Um... Oh my God, she makes the best. I just remembered what it was that I've made like five times recently is these butterscotch cookies that I never managed to share with anybody because I was gonna say you've mentioned these cookies so many times. And the thing is is like you guys I've brought them to work with the intention of sharing. I have like brought some home. From things and thought, okay, I'll share with Mandy. And then like, I can't even, like I have them with coffee. They're that good. Her butterscotch oatmeal cookies are absolutely to die for. Like incredible. Um, I know. And then just me eating a whole batch of cookies. And then, you know, some podcasts I've been listening to, Tooth and Claw is about animal attacks. But like in a good way. You brought
0: this up. Uh, the, when, yeah, fantasy, the fantasy
1: suites, oh, or maybe it was the suite. maybe it was the finale. I don't know. Yeah, it's it kind of gets in my head, but it also makes me much more prepared for animal attacks in Montana, which are legit. So I have to be ready, but they're very fun to listen to, and I've also really been enjoying decoding the gurus as a podcast that aren't related to reality TV.
0: Well, in line with Sally's baking addiction. I love the New York Times um, cooking app.
1: I'm going to say something controversial. Okay. I've not had very much success with New York Times cooking. Oh, I love it. I know. So do Eric and Carrie. And I feel like you guys are particularly people who are good cooks, good bakers, like people like. So I feel like I'm actually probably doing something wrong. But I know this is a call that if you have recipes For you, for anybody that you like, I want you to send them to me so that I can make them and change my mind because I feel like I'm in the wrong.
0: So the thing I like about the app, because I've also paid for America's Test Kitchen, Mm -hmm. the New York Times has way more comments, filters the comments between like all comments and most helpful comments. And the most helpful comments kind of tell you like things that people have maybe adjusted the recipe on or other people's experience with it or maybe like they didn't have A, B, and C and so they substituted other things. But anytime I can kind of just peruse people's experiences with with recipes, I feel like way more comfortable in like, this is a more fluid recipe and I'm going to
1: be okay. That is a really good tactic. I like that. I do something similar, though completely different. Anytime I'm going to make something, I look up at least five different recipes for that thing and then sort of look at them and consider, like, what the differences are and how that's all going to play out in the recipe because I sometimes don't think, like, any one recipe is the ticket. I think
0: that's smart.
1: Yeah. So, like, similarly of just, like, gauging what could possibly go wrong or, like, what would be better kind of thing. So, like… That your version, though, is much more concise. Like I didn't know you could sort the the comments that way. That's very helpful.
0: That's basically why I use the app.
1: Oh, that's brilliant. okay.
0: And I only cook recipes that have like four point five star reviews out of like over a thousand reviews.
1: That's really smart. <laughs> that probably does also guarantee. I think sometimes I'm just looking for very specific things. And so maybe that is not the best approach versus like do you pick recipes like what you're going to bake just based on like what you find or do you go in with ideas and then.
0: I usually have an idea of like, you know, I want a pasta dish or I want this type of cake. And then if I find a recipe that sounds really good, I'll make it.
1: Okay. I feel like I'm just really specific in the things that I want. And so it also like narrows where I can find things. Or at least things with comments or, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Interesting. I like that. Last thing I'm going to name, and this isn't really s-
0: serious because I know we said we were going to go from frivolous to serious. Javian Hair Products. Jonathan Van Ness. Oh. Um, I've been using some of his leave-in uh, products for both heat protectant and just like air drying. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. Yeah, your hair looks marvelous. I'm also a fan of him as a person. He
1: is so funny. But also his hair products are fab. Good to know. I feel like I don't have this issue as much anymore now that I don't have hair, but I will make that note for...
0: Maybe he has some good styling. Well, yeah. you I think you like found a, a bunch of good things before you cut your hair.
1: But- well, I found some things. I don't love everything. I've actually been really overwhelmed at the prospect of trying to find the best thing because I don't love everything that I've got. Hair stuff is also just so expensive, so and it always expensive. feels like such a gamble. And I'm like, if I buy this, and I use a pea-sized amount every day, I'm stuck with this for the next three years. That's fair. So I'm trying to like let myself know that like if I really don't like it, I can just buy something else. But I'm also trying to be aware of my spending.
0: <laughs> I don't have short, short hair. So, I don't know, but I've been very happy.
1: I love that. I'll look into it. If somebody can give a good recommendation, who knows? That's cool. So, that's our little episode about shit we like. Yeah. Hopefully, you took something from it. I feel like I accidentally maybe shared perhaps more than I intended to, but also, I don't know. I just feel like I've been... Do you ever have those moments where you're like, ooh, I feel like I've been talking a lot? And maybe it's because we have been talking a lot, and that's just what I'm feeling.
0: We've been podcasting for a hot minute.
1: Yeah. We're we're trying a tactic of doing episodes back-to-back so that we don't miss weeks for you guys because that's how committed we are to making this thing work. I don't think you should feel that way. Okay, cool. Thank you. (laughs) I'll let it go. (laughs) Well, anyway, we'll be back next week with the first three episodes of Love is Blind. Yes. You feeling ready? No,
0: but I will be by the time we record the podcast. I
1: know. When you asked me if I'd watched that, I was like, oh, no. And it's still no, even though it's been on my to-do list.
0: Guys, I will admit that I've never actually finished the season of Love is Blind. So this is a challenge for me. And it's not. A challenge that I'm not looking forward to. Like, I'm ready to be educated. Uh, But it is a challenge.
1: Yeah. For me, it's a challenge just because I've never looked at the framework the way that I have a lot of other reality TV. And I feel like I've had you to really fill me in on The Bachelor, but this one, we're both kind of going in without a lot. I mean, the show is newer. That's kind of fun, though. I agree. I'm excited to see what we think of it. I also have never finished a season. I watch like the first 10 episodes, and then for some reason, I tap out. I don't know. And I haven't watched the last two seasons, but it was a really big recommendation that we watch Love is Blind, so we're going to do... The most current season, though, I know we're behind, so bear with us. But Yeah,
0: apparently the last season was all the rage.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay, well, if we get through season four, we can... Maybe we'll see. You and I can just on our own go back and watch yeah. season three. But in the meantime, I'm excited. I think we've got some really fun episodes planned coming up. It'll be a fun spring. Yeah, buckle up, guys. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye. Drama Bonded is produced and hosted by Jessica Brumbaugh and Mandy Booth. Our production manager and editor is Solomon Brumbaugh. Our theme music is by Joe Waters. You can find more of his music streaming on the EP Jupiter Daywatch. Music vocals by Mandy Booth. Graphic designer is Pigeon House. Special thanks to everybody who's listening, posting, and emailing us. We love it. Keep talking. Bye.